0: Welcome to Girl, Water Your Grass. And your dreams over
1: me are bigger than my own. Where we talk about all the things to better yourself, your family, your career, your dreams, your goals, and your life, and how God's dreams over
0: us are so much bigger than our own. We are just two girlfriends who grew up in the bluegrass state of Kentucky with five brothers each and have reunited to take our dreams to the next level. Now we're inviting you to get out of your own way, girlfriend, and come on this ride. Because on this journey of a lifetime, we never arrive. Welcome back to Girl, Water Your Grass. We are talking today about wait and see. So we're excited about it. And it's just Maria and I here today to share with you some pearls that we've been talking about in our own life. So Maria, tell us what's up today.
1: So, we're pretty excited about this topic. Um, I have had several conversations with actually quite a few people surrounding this, but our beloved Erin, who you guys get the privilege of hearing frequently, um, she and I were talking about this idea of we have seasons in our life where it's time to make a decision, right? Where we make a choice about something, whether it's a job, whether it is, um, you know, whether it's a relationship, whether it is, you know, a decision on moving to a certain place. uh, I mean, on and on and on, right? Like we have these, we have points in our life where we, it's time to make a decision. And then we had the season before the decision-making, which is actually what she called wait and see. Like, no, you're Mm -hmm. just going to wait and see. And it's this idea that there's a time before you can make a decision, you actually have to be present to your life. You actually have to uh, you have to wait, and you have to live it in order to come to a point where you can make a decision. And what's so interesting about that, I find, is that that is the space that most of us find so uncomfortable, and we want out of it.
0: <laughs> we skip over, right? This is yeah. so good, Maria, because I think, gosh, especially when you're a getter done type A personality, yes. you think, yeah, I'm making decisions and. You know, we're not talking about which flavor of ice cream you're going to buy at the grocery store. No, I could tell my children we're going to wait and see so that we don't have to buy ice cream every time we go. But we're talking about real decisions. Like we want to be in the decision making process and know what's happening because it's that uncertainty that we're really uncomfortable with. Mm -hmm. But I love our dear Aaron that pulls us back and says, you're not in the decision making stage. You actually are in the wait and see stage. So Let's talk a little bit about what that means and how we can really grow and use our skills Mm -hmm. to make good and proper decisions for our life instead of just making a decision and moving on. And, you know, again, there are times where you do need to make a decision to move on, but this podcast specifically is not about that. This is about Mm -hmm. that wait and see. Mm -hmm. So let's first just talk about that uncertainty. Yeah,
1: well, and I think it's,
0: uncertainty is so funny because it is
1: uncomfortable. And sometimes when we're in it, we can think it only happens to me. Well, I'm the only person who's ever uncertain. And I've definitely had clients before where they get frustrated because they just feel, feel like, well, this is just me. You know, it's just me that's struggling with, with feeling uncertain. And when the reality is that every single one of us at some point go through, goes through a time of uncertainty and that uncertainty isn't a bad thing, but mm. because it's uncomfortable, sometimes we, we want to rush out of it. And, and it, we're like, oh, let, me just, let me just make a decision. Let me just go and do. But when you rush through that, you actually miss out, number one, on a lot of the lessons that you are meant to learn during that time. Mm-hmm. You know, you miss out on some really beautiful experiences. You miss out. It's kind of the whole idea of living either way far ahead of your life or behind. And, and then you miss out on something amazing in the here and now. Um, You miss out on the lessons. Sometimes you miss out on experiences. You miss out, you know, if you don't actually sit in the uncertainty, which decision making comes through experiencing that that uncertainty and walking in it and through it, and it requires trust. You know what I mean? Like, I I think actually being able to sit in uncertainty and, and be really present to that season requires a lot of trust.
0: And it, it also requires a surrender, Like really. a surrender yeah. that we really do believe that God's got this and he has his hand all over us. And so we just invite you to really consider during those times that we don't want to just make a decision to be done with it. We want to make a good decision yeah. and not always question like, what if I would have done this differently? Um, And really the one thing we know that certain is that uncertainty is there for all of us, right? None of us know if we have tomorrow truly. So Mm. you think you're special when you're in the uh, wait and see stage and you're the only (laughs) one going through it, but really your problems aren't that special. Everybody has problems. We all live in uncertainty. And just like you said, having trust and faith is, is a key component of that. Mm. And there was (laughs) God, I was going to say, we're really talking about like making it through that time, but not just getting through it, rather growing through it. Yeah. And the lessons you learn and the wisdom mm-hmm. are so important. You don't want to make those decisions too early, too early, but you also don't want to drag it on forever, but the yes. wait and see, and, and just asking like, God, what do you have for me in the season? Mm-hmm. What do you want me to learn? mold me and shape me to your, to your plan for my life. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And I, th- I think it's important when we're in that wait and see season to, you know, to really be aware that this is the wait and see season is actually just as important as the decision-making. If not more. Yeah. It, it It's so, so important. And it's, it's funny to me, you know, as soon as we get into a decision space, we make that decision, there's probably going to be some other opportunities to go back into the wait and see, you know, I think mm-hmm. it's so much, we talk about life being hills and valleys. And I really believe that The same thing is true with uncertainty and decision-making. You know, we go through ups and downs with those where we're in a season of wait and see, and then we make a decision and we're in a season of wait and see, and then we're going to make a decision. And obviously when there are bigger decisions, it can feel bigger, you know, whereas Mm -hmm. when it's smaller decisions, we don't, we may not notice it as much.
0: It is that uncertainty too, that really causes us to be uncomfortable. If you think about it, I'll give you the Mm -hmm. analogy of, um, going to the doctor and they tell you your blood test came back abnormal. Mm. and you're freaked out and worried the entire time until you actually know what you're dealing with. And then they say, I've had that happen to me. Your blood tests are totally abnormal, and you're so worried. And then they came back and said, you're anemic. I'm like, yeah, so we're like 90% of other people. This is not a big deal, (laughs) right? And so we wasted so much time being worried in that uncertain space. And the wait and see is it's worse than not knowing, right? And even, even if you have something very serious like cancer or something, when you do know you can make a decision and move forward, but it's wow. that uncertain time where you're really called the wait and see you're really called to trust and to, mm-hmm. to walk by faith and not spend your days in anxiety and worrying though. That's a lot easier said than done.
1: Yeah. And I think also it, it goes back to, to that, that whole idea that, well, I'd say this ties in both with decision-making and wait and see is do you trust God and do you trust yourself? Right, so if you if you trust God, then you know that in waiting and seeing, you are going to come to a space where where you know in your heart what's the right thing to do. You know both of you in in okay, really like this is kind of what God's calling me or inviting me into, and I also want to choose that. And on that same side, sometimes we get to a point where we may not be certain. That's true. Like sometimes we have to make a decision on something where we're not certain, but during the wait and see. You're able to evaluate and then you make the best decision that you can. And then you trust God. Right. And so, mm-hmm. but that uncertainty, that wait and see space is a really beautiful time also to grow, to grow in your relationship with the Lord, to grow in your skill set of looking at situations, evaluating, being present, you know, so many different mm-hmm. things that are just important to live a really fulfilling life.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think that. It speaks to us. Just another example to bring it down to a practical level for you all would be like in a job, right? You start Mm -hmm. into a job and you don't know what you're doing and you want to quit Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: you want to back out because it's so uncomfortable. So uncertain. I don't think this is the right place for me. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh Um, And you may make a decision too soon to quit something that could have ended up being such a great place for you to be a great, you know, avenue for your, for your life. And so a great advancement of your career. Sometimes we don't want to sit in that wait and see. And we make decisions too quickly that actually don't serve us well.
1: Mm, it's so true. And it, it's, it's interesting also, I know that in my experience, even just in dating at different points, how important that wait and see season has been, you know, rather than like, Oh, I need to know. Um, I, you know, I also, I coach a lot of single women too. we've had this conversation of, well, I just want to know, you know, is this the person for me or is this not? And, And that process of just getting to know someone is invaluable, you know, it, it, Mm -hmm. which kind of goes back to something that you guys hear us talk a lot about, you know, is that it's not about the destination as much as it is about who we are called to become through the process, who like, you know, our goals, our dreams are meant to shape us. They're meant to sculpt us out. God gave us those things because because those are the things as we walk towards those that create a furnace for us to be tried by fire in a beautiful way to become gold, you know, to become the, the men and women that God created us to be. And so I think that if we miss out on the wait and see period, we actually miss out on a really, really vitally important part of our life that helps us to become who we're meant to, you know, in, in that process of getting to know someone you are, you're growing, you know, or there's space for you to grow if you choose to do that in that space of waiting to find out about a job or, or trying to make a decision. Do I take this job? Do I not? Do I get, you know, you're having, you're looking at different things, you're growing and, and you're stretching your capacity and ability, both in who you are and also in your trust with the Lord, that you can be in that place of uncertainty. You can be in that wait and see space and, and come out on the other side and it really um,
0: feel good about your decision. Yeah, right?
1: to be able to feel good about it, you know, I, I can definitely say for me, even like moving to Charlotte, there was a lot of I remember feeling very in this wait and see period, and it was so uncomfortable because I was like, I just need to know, like, do I move? Where am I stay? going next? <laughs> what am I gonna do? Right, like what you know, and it was so uncomfortable, and you know, but as I sat in that wait and see space. When I finally was able to make that decision, when I made that decision to move to Charlotte, I felt really good about the decision. I'm not saying there wasn't hard aspects to it. There were, but in the same way that when I first moved to Wilmington, there was, you know, there was a lot of hard decision making in that. And I had to sit in the wait and see, but each of those wait and see times I look back and oh my goodness, those helped me grow so much. I became more of who, you know, the woman that I want to be, the woman that I believe that God's Mm -hmm. created me to be. And if I hadn't actually sat in that uncomfortability of the wait and see, then when I got to the decision-making, I actually
0: would have felt probably stressed out about my decision. So, so good. And I love how you bring this into the dating space because I think you know, as women, we want to know on the first date: am I, am I going to have the white picket fence? And does he want to have the same amount of kids and live where I want to? We want to like know right away if this is it, and it's not actually the proper space to be discerning that, right? Yeah, we we have to keep things in its space and where they're properly discerned, and it's not the right time. Like be be present where you should yes. be. I'm just getting to know you. i yeah. You don't have to know, ladies, if you're if he's the one on the first <laughs> yes. date on the flip side, we don't want to stay stuck in a bad relationship for seven years, you know, Right, right. But when you and that, that's a whole nother conversation, but you know, you don't need to know whether he's the one on the first date and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Right. So let's talk about just kind of to bring this off full circle and wrap it up is how, when you are in the wait and see, and you lean into that, it actually helps you to be present. It helps you to be, Be where your feet are instead of what you alluded to earlier, Mm -hmm. the, you know, being behind or far ahead. Am I going to marry him? Or, you know, was he the one? But just really how embracing the wait and see actually helps you to be present in your life and make good decisions.
1: Yeah. That present piece, I believe, honestly, for every part of our life, being present
0: is vital.
1: And if you're not present, you miss, you miss reality. You miss actually the beauty of the gift of the here and now, the people that God's going to put in your life, the opportunities that are going to present themselves, the situations that where you could have some really cool uh, experiences and adventures and growth moments. If you're not present to your life, oh my goodness, you miss out, which is so sad.
0: It really is. And I think that being present is such a challenge. Ever more in today's culture because yes. we're so fast. We're constantly. How often do we pick up our phones in a day? Check yes. it out. There's there's some thing it's on there. Like I can tell you. I don't know what it is. Yes. It's like a tracker or something. Yeah. How many times you pick it up? How much screen time you have? I mean, yes. just notice it. Just notice it and say we cannot focus and be present. I myself struggle so much with focusing on the same task for thirty minutes. Yeah, thirty minutes. That mm-hmm. is no time. And yes. so. It's a constant challenge to be present. And when you're in the uncomfortable spaces, it's even more of a challenge. Yeah. But it's ever (laughs) more important, right? Mm -hmm. So when you're in that uncomfortable space, Mm -hmm. can you lean in? Can -hmm. you be present? Can you just ask God, again, what we referred to earlier, what do you have for me in this season? I'm open. Here I am. I surrender this to you. Yeah. But being present in the moment Mm -hmm. and it will really help you to feel good about the decision you make and taking that next right step. You don't have to have the whole path figured out, yeah. but I love the analogy that God always shows up last minute. Yeah, And when you're, especially when you're in that wait and see, you want to know where the destination is. Yeah, but I love the analogy that God's like Siri, that you don't know the next turn you're going to make until she says, take a right. And you're, you know, you're <laughs> on down the road. I and- get so annoyed when Siri does that. <laughs> Well, you know, sometimes you don't know when he's going to shift your path and that doesn't mean Mm -hmm. um, that the decision you make now is forever, but you just take that next right step, but being present will help you to know actually which step to take,
1: you know, and, and on that idea too, it's so interesting. I think so often we, we don't actually trust God and we don't trust ourselves that the next right step will lead you into a decision. The next right by taking the next right step, the next right step, the next right step. There's mm-hmm. this um this author, called Jacques philippe and something that oh, he talks about. I know he's so good. Um, really great book is if you're looking for something. Searching
0: for and maintaining yes. peace. Yep. I knew what you were gonna say.
1: <laughs> totally. I was like, everybody needs to read it, especially in this day and age. It's so good. MK is she's actually, so we're on Zoom right now recording this, and she's holding up the book. It's phenomenal. I can read I usually, your mom, sister. I usually, I usually read at least once a year. And, um, but it, it, it's amazing because you need, you get to where you, you are called to be in life by taking the next right step. They, there was this talk that he had given and, um, he talks about this and I forget which book of his it's in, but where this girl was like, well, you know, what do I do? How, like, how do I know what my like vocation is? What basically where God is calling me to be? Am I called to to get married. And am I called to be single? Am I called to do this job? Am I called to be, you know, and, and what he talks about in this is you get to your vocation, you get to the call that God has for you. It's not one single solitary big. Yes. It's a million tiny yeses that eventually bring you to where you're called to be. And that's true for everything in life. It's a million oh tiny word. yeses. It's the next right step on that staircase. You don't see the whole staircase, right? Like you're not seeing the whole. And thing. we couldn't handle it,
0: right? If you yeah. saw the whole staircase, you wouldn't take the first. No,
1: yeah. exactly. You have enough grace. You have eno- enough what you need for this moment. And the rest will play out as, you know, as it's meant to. And he went, something else he says, I think is just brilliant is you trust in God by trusting in life. A lot Mm. of times we think that life is getting in the way of what God has for you. In reality, God actually uses life. (laughs) Life is the way. Yeah. And otherwise you're missing out on the here and now and the beauty of that. So it's really that taking the next right step and trusting that you will be directed the next right Mm. step, the next right step that you're okay. You're taking care of You are loved, you know, that there is something beautiful for you and for your life.
0: It's so good. I just whipped this book open and what I happened to, mm. to turn to maybe the Holy Spirit here, but just asking that the Lord asks for us to have an attitude of detachment at the level of the heart, a disposition to give him everything. And that does speak into this of not knowing what's next, right? He says, and this detachment, even though it is a it is painful at the moment, will be followed by a profound peace. The proper attitude then is simply to be disposed to give everything to God without panic to allow him to do things his way in total confidence. Isn't that so applicable oh here? God. So good. And yeah. just really when you are present and you you get to a place of making decisions the right way, yep. I think you like, how do you know? I know people ask me a lot. How do I know that that's what God wants for me? There's a peace. There's yeah. a total peace that you have. Mm-hmm. Even it say you're dating someone and it's a breakup, but you ha- it, it might be painful. It might still hurt, but you have a peace about it, right? Mm-hmm. Or maybe you any difficult decision, there's just this peace that this world cannot give. And so I remember,
1: I remember that was so true for actually for, um, one of
0: my moves
1: was I was like, Oh man, I don't know that I really want to do this. This is so stressful. Like all the, all this mind drama about it. But what I couldn't argue with was underneath, there was a sense of peace Mm. And, I remember, and you know, that's how you know. Right? Oh my goodness. I remember this very wise person once telling me that, you know, God speaks through peace. Like, look for that. It doesn't mean that it's gonna feel good. It doesn't mean that it's gonna be comfortable. It does because really? you can still be, yeah, you can be really uncomfortable and things be like, oh, I hate this, mm-hmm. and still have a sense of peace. You know, like it it kind of reminds me of this like flowing kind of um like just very peaceful water underneath. Mm -hmm. Even if there's like a storm above the water, you know? yeah, There's this like flowing, like this gentle river that's just kind of flowing. And then above water, it might be all this craziness, right? And maybe it's thundering and lightning, but there's like a peace underneath. And I think a lot of times for me, in, in sitting in the wait and see, it's kind of sitting in that space of, okay, well, this is where there's peace right now. And I don't know what the next thing is gonna be, but this space right here, is, is good. And when I get where I'm supposed
0: to be, right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And when I get to the next step, then I'll be in the next
0: step. And you know, I can really appreciate that Maria in the biggest storms I have, you know, really is where I personally have run to the Lord in the biggest storms of our life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you and I have spent a lot of time talking about this Mm -hmm. and it's so true that in those, Mm -hmm. in the deepest, Most difficult times is where we seek him the most, which is Mm -hmm. why we need those times in our life. Right. So that we can get back to him But you know, in those times I I can say that I have had a profound peace, even though it's been the most difficult seasons. And so if you're in that season of waiting and seeing, we just encourage you to surrender it and to trust Mm -hmm. and to know that uncertainty is a part of life, but you will make Mm -hmm. it through and, and embracing the wait and see, because there's so much goodness and growth to be learned. during the season, so much wisdom that you will be, that you will, and grace that you will be given. Right. And to just be present in it and know that you will make it through. And on the other side, you will be so grateful that you walked through the storm instead of retreated and gave up. So we want to encourage you to really lean into that (laughs) that and, um, knowing that the wait and see is just part of life.
1: Yeah. So step into that. You guys trust God, trust yourself, trust the process. You know know. that
0: God's dreams over us are so much bigger than our own.
1: So much bigger. It's so good. So, we we hope
0: this has blessed you today. And if it's blessing you, like, share, download all the things. Subscribe. That's right. (laughs) And we will see you next week on Girl Water Your Grass.